0: What's up guys, welcome to a new podcast episode of Ice Cubes and Peppers with a new podcast cover. So last week I introduced you to the idea of healing your inner child and that this technique is one of the main strategies to go about increasing your self-worth. Remember we all want to be that girl, quote unquote, with this radiant energy which At its core means having high standards and having a sense of self-worth. So this is basically the foundation. All the green tea and yoga you see on TikTok is cool, but it's the very tip of the iceberg, if anything. At the end of the day, this radiant energy does not come from your green tea and your 15-minute core workout. It is deep-rooted, which is that sense of self-worth. So what is this heal your inner child technique it basically means that we connect to our child version so what were the circumstances your child version had to live in what were its fears what needs did it have and were they met so what does this bring us we learn to understand our current fears patterns our attachment style these things partly exist because of our childhood. It's a filled bag. It's gotten pretty big over the years, and it started to get filled back in your childhood. Firstly, okay, often our parents started this whole thing. Even them screaming at you once can add something to the bag, at a negative core belief you still ho- hold on to now. So you see, you carry this weight around from literally years ago, and. Research has actually shown that our body stores emotional and physical pain and it may come out in random situations or more so situations that are supposed to be relaxing like yoga, reading, writing, meditating. Not knowing these causes of these random waves of negative emotion or not knowing why you always push people away or why you always need reassurance, etc. is like driving a car with really weak headlights when it's dark out. The road is confusing and it is hard to drive. If the car headlights would work, you could drive on that road with ease. So bringing light into your situation is always a good idea. What I mean by that, not knowing the causes for your suffering makes life so much harder. Sitting in the driver's seat of your life, it's all dark and confusing. Let's bring light into the darkness. So what practical exercises can we do to heal our inner child and therefore better our current lives? The first strategy is writing a letter from the point of view of your child version. And listen, right now, as I said that, you probably think of one or multiple drastic traumatic events or turning points you experience as a child. And I know that it is probably very uncomfortable, to say the least, for you to think about it because it may cause a negative thinking spiral or a bad feeling. But what happens if you turn around and simply ignore this loud pain? The pain, so your inner child gets louder, more frustrated, neglected. So this wound stays open and disregarded. So you will experience a constant humming pain throughout your life. Because damn dude, you're not taking care of an open wound and it's bleeding. Your body only wants the best for you. It wants revival, endorphins, a good life. So obviously, it is going to tell you over and over again, yeah dude, it's me again. You might want to, you know, might want to take up on this one. And that humming pain combined with the pain of, you know, daily basis, maybe by your boss, your angry mother, your cheating partner, or just traffic, It's the cause for your quote unquote, unexplainable breakdown you had in the Metro yesterday. You wonder it was a normal day. I mean, yeah, the cashier was rude to me, but that's not a reason to cry, right? And you probably push it away again. You see how that pain increases over time? So what do we take from this? Instead of ignoring the screams of our own inner child, we need to pay attention to it. And surely I have to emphasize this, truly care about it and appreciate its presence. Stephen Diamond, a pretty popular psychologist, also attaches a lot of importance to that. He says that it is crucial to pay attention to the inner child in order to reach transformation. So how do we write this letter? Back to the letter. So you basically just ask yourself, what would the younger version tell me right now? And just wait. Your thoughts will flow. Your inner child will talk to you, okay? And your inner child also may explain stuff from the past to you that you don't even know anymore. You, you completely forgot. Meaning, it might say, that it causes you pain today because at that moment in 1990, it felt very alone when the parents left and it might give answers. It might also voice unmet needs. What do you mean by that? So it might say, I wanted a hug from dad, but he said he didn't have time. Or I wanted to tell mom about my presentation at school, but she got a phone call and didn't forget that I wanted to talk to her. And actually, your dad might have done that quite a lot. And you remember now, he used to come home from work, he would want a hug and But he kind of shaked you off, you know. He was too exhausted and annoyed. Your younger version learned my need for physical affection is unmet and in general just out of place. And now you also remember, damn, my mom didn't want to talk to me a lot of the time, actually. She always had something going on. And your younger self learned my need to share my thoughts and feelings are unmet and unwanted. So, okay, interesting. Interesting write that down actually. If your inner child voices an unmet and unwanted need, write it down immediately. Also analyze the words of your inner child closely and find unmet needs like we just did. So then you look at these unmet needs and ask yourself, what can I do in this present moment to meet my needs? So if your inner child told you that it needs to share its thoughts more or engage in more social activity, whatever it might be, go into that exact direction. This may not be easy. One of my unmet needs, for example, was physical touch. Since my father often literally shaked me off when I wanted a hug. So I eventually became a person that wasn't really quote unquote into physical touch. That's bullshit. I just learned that my need for physical touch was not right and not being met anyway. So why keep trying? But I started to notice this underlying need also through therapy, which is the first important step to meet your unmet needs, right? And then I started going into the direction of physical touch. And let me tell you, this was and is not easy. If you were shut down as a child when you were trying to meet a certain need of yours, it is incredibly vulnerable to get up as an adult and ask for this exact need to be met. Even asking for a hug can be incredibly vulnerable or telling someone about your feelings or asking them if they want to spend time with you. But behind this veil of uncomfortableness though, you will find true genuine connection with someone, a connection you may never experience with anyone before. Other people may experience an intimate connection with their parents, but you most likely didn't. So this can and will feel overwhelming at times asking for what you need and what do we take from this what do we take from today's episode if you take anything from this episode i want it to be this vulnerability is never comfortable it's never fun you need to be vulnerable in order to live a happy and fulfilled life though so always go into the most vulnerable uncomfortable situation and even it will feel like paralyzing but this direction it will give you endorphins later (laughs) it truly will will make you feel close to other people and make you feel safe obviously don't put yourself in danger but when it comes to human relationships nothing is ever completely safe it's always a risk so take a risk meet your unmet needs and with that being said I'll see you back in next week's episode when it's time for the next part of the Glow Up series. Bye, have a good day.